I probably would want to be hooping on my last day. That way you don't got to worry about being sore the next day. Kev go all out. <laughs> all out. Leave it all out there. Kev trying to dunk everything. Two hands, These too. These knees ain't going to feel nothing tomorrow. We out. <laughs> Are you talking about black culture in general? We are the culture. <laughs> I see. Somebody said the, the trends. Uh, I am the trend. Who was saying that? Was it? Oh, Kendrick said, fuck the culture. I feel like somebody else said, fuck the culture. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I've just had, I've heard a couple different things. Somebody, one of these rappers was talking about snitching and was like, so you just going to protect a boy that like shoots up your fucking block. And you just not gonna say nothing because because that's the code. Like, he's like, man, fuck the code. I was like, oh, oh. I didn't understand how. I didn't understand how that's like a whole thing. Like, no, you don't do that. But you're here doing some knucklehead business. Why I'm why I'm okay with it? Why I'm I'm protecting you? Like, I right, want we, you. We protect that, but we not gonna like try to, try to have our situation try, better. Right, we're not gonna try to collab with folks on a, and, and get a business together. We're just gonna protect foolishness. Fooler. Right, we're just gonna let niggas te- keep tearing shit down and just not say let's let it rock. I don't know. I I don't know who did that. Cause that's the culture. I ain't saying nothing. That's not the culture though. That's just the, mm-hmm. that's the code. That's yeah, the code. code. The code on some uh, so on I some mean, other stuff though. That's but isn't weird. the code part of the culture though? Hmm. Hmm. No, I know how you want so. your culture to be. <laughs> Sometimes you you forced upon the code. I think the culture you got to choose. I mean, right. I feel like I feel like the code is like the code of the streets, right? Right. But the streets is a culture. Mm. If you if you choose that culture, if you right. accept that culture, you can be a nerd. You can do uh, you can be anti of that, right? Yeah, but I mean, so so then you got you got going by the code because you don't. Oh no! Like, you born you go- to the code because when you grow up, those are the rules. But you can choose the way you live that can be different. Like, if everybody in the culture is wearing baggy jeans, I can be different and wear tight shit. Um, if everybody wearing black, as long as it's not no gang shit, I can wear blue or gray or white or gold. You know what I mean? So that makes so, you still part of the culture, just not go, not going by the code? Or vice versa? No, you got to still neither. play by the street the, rules. Yeah, the you code still got to live code. by the code. Yeah. The code. Mm-hmm. But your culture, I think you can choose. Like, I can choose. When we were growing up, we could have did we could have been Wu-Tang or whatever, whatever, with that culture, mm-hmm. we could have been nerdy culture. We could have been Saved by the Bell kind of Zach Morris vibes, right? Like there were mm-hmm. choices among those things where like those things are your culture. Like mm-hmm. 90s had like 10 choices. 90s was great. Mm-hmm. It's probably that way now, but we feel nostalgic about that. So those things could, be, could have been cultural things that we were drawn to, right? Okay, yeah. The code is the code. Like I, I, I got to, say this or do this to make sure I don't get punched in the mouth when I walk home from school. Like, that's the, that's different to me. Hmm. And then I... And that and depends then, on how you define culture. I think that's why we're hung up there. Right, right. Because, because if you are of, let's say, the Saved by the Bell culture, does the code apply to you? Does the, the code apply that to you? That would depend on where you live. Well, the reality is, the, kind of to that point, you wouldn't be doing the Saved by the Bell. There were kids that were 
still nerdy. Like, you still got, you still gonna have that crew of kids that no matter where they grow up, like they, that's what they doing. They wearing, they was wearing. They like, dress like they Carlton. Was, dress like Carlton, or they was wearing. Um, this is a different culture or a different group, but like they were wearing. Those, remember the baggy jeans that had like the really big bottoms. Like they weren't bell like bottoms. They were just Jinko. like biggest shit. Yeah, biggest mm-hmm. shit, and like they had holes and skaters. Yeah, skater culture, sure. Right, you had them kids. They was gonna be them. Um, you was gonna have your athlete crew, and you had your knuckleheads, and then you had like people that was on other stuff too. Like there was like for me, there was like this whole other like what would you call it now? There was like this school days crew that was like all like black power, but they was like all like the Militant. we going at we going yeah right the right. wits the yeah, wits yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um so you have you there's different. But all that is still culture, I guess, is your point, Quan. So, like, there are subsets within that. I guess, is that what you're saying? Kind of. I mean, I, I think of so culture having um, related to kind of the language you speak, the food you eat, the songs you sing, um, where you live. Like, all those things kind of help define and characterize, like, your culture. Mm-hmm. But then the code is, I feel like, there are codes within each culture. Sure. So it's like you can you can be part of a culture and not ascribe to the code, but you can't you can't ascribe to the code without being part of the culture. If that makes sense. I feel like that I said the same thing. That's fair. I I I take the code though as something that like governs the way you move around, I guess. Like I guess you can try not but who, but you who? See, and I think that's, I think that might be where we're getting tripped up because if we're talking about street code, everyone may not, because Kev, I think what you did was move into like school code, right? Because you can do whatever you want at school, but then when you get, when you're on the block, in your neighborhood, you probably, you may move a little bit different. Yeah, you might tuck that, uh, you know, if you got something crazy, you'll tuck that in a little bit. Right. So street Take code is going to Right. Street code is going to be very specific, I think. I think, but Q, to your point, I think the code and the culture are, there is a code to a culture. And every code, every culture yeah. will have its code. And I yeah. feel like we started by talking about the street code and then recognizing that every code or every culture was not ascribing to that code because you didn't have to. Like, cause you were whoever you were at school, but once you got to the neighborhood, you probably weren't outside. You probably were at home doing whatever you're doing, not necessarily in the streets. But if you were outside ever in the streets, you probably needed to know the code. And, and you knew the rules. You needed to. Right. When I was outside, there was blocks I did not go to. <laughs> right. Blocks I didn't go to, and people I knew not to start no shit with. Um, How'd you learn that? Uh, either old head told you and mama told you, or you made a mistake and you got you was the one I got punched in the mouth that day. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, lesson learned. <laughs> lesson learned today. Um, or but no, typically it gets passed. Like I don't know. Like that's just kind of passed down, right? Like that's just like we knew not to go. I don't know if we're gonna publish this sign trying trying throwing away under the bus. Um. It was projects that you didn't you didn't walk through unless you was with like other people from there. You know what I mean? Like you didn't mm-hmm. you ain't just passing through. Sure. Um right. 
So, um, and it was kind of summer. I mean, I was cool in most spots, but every neighborhood had their little, and Orange ain't but so big, but it's that way on a massive scale for Philly, right? Like you had the Valley, you had North Day, you had the Prince Street Project, you had Perot Street. Um, so, yeah, you know, you had your stuff. Um, <laughs> Played it on that one. You had it. Yeah. <laughs> you had your stuff. We're um, but at you that f- point, you had the budding, you know, there was budding gangs. Like, there, there, you know, it was, it was, it was stuff. Like, we had bloods. Um, so it was certain areas you didn't do the red and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I guess as far as the crew you hung out with either had a couple older people or like somebody's brother was older, like, and that information just kind of, filter down mm-hmm. like i don't think there was a formal like you know there's no there's no that is a good point there's no class right like you go to school you learn how to count you learn how to write read and you move up there's no like formal structure to teach you all these things you need to know it's you just kind of experiential learning yeah you get them um <laughs> and if you don't get them you get them <laughs> that's why i call the school of hard knocks learn one way or the other yeah I don't know, but those are lessons we we figure out, right? Like I don't know. Um, you need to, but other I mean, otherwise you won't you would need to know, right? Because if you if if your area if your neighborhood isn't like that, you kind of walk around and not really think about it, or you just don't go to certain places because that's not where you moved. That's gonna be my next question. Like, is it? Yeah, yeah. I can't. That's a stupid question. Kind of naive, but I was gonna say like, is it as bad as you think? Right? Like, are those things you 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 kind of hear just to just to scare you? You know, yeah, I mean, they're born out of something, though, right? I mean, right, yeah, kids used to get jumped. Kids got picked on. The boogeyman wasn't made up. The boogeyman came from somewhere. Maybe the boogeyman wasn't the same boogeyman, but there was the story of this thing that happened, this entity that scared you, and that's whatever a, it was. That's a separate thing, but like that's yeah, because like those stories that you hear, you know, whatever age you are when you first start walking home. Some kids are too young, <laughs> six. Um, or some kids are older <laughs> by yourself, but like those stories that get passed down, like, yo, it's a killer clown over there. Like, what was that really? Like, was that, I mean, no, y'all didn't grow up where I grew up, but like, what is that? I mean, like, was, no, was but, there but, really like, no, was that, it a pedophile that, could... that was like grabbing kids and putting them in a, in a, in a, in a van, or was it like really a, and or that was could it just be the a, code, right? Right, you don't and not know. like code in the streets, but like that could be like, you know, instead of saying, you know, mm-hmm. Chester the molester lives on that block. There's a killer clown, or there's a such and such over there. Yeah. The boogie, the boogie you don't, don't go there. there. The boogeyman's over there. The boogeyman's yeah. over there, right? Those are. I mean, how do you? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, I don't know if it's even. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, it's definitely like that. I don't know. I don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> Kev, Kev's in the Cut Kev's in space right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, like now I'm really <laughs> like, like I, I don't even know what I should say because I'm concerned to shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> should I bring this up? Hold up. Is it safe? Going back, like, how did this happen? There's a code. <laughs> First rule of Fight Club, <laughs> right? But so, so that's I guess kind of to that point, though, Kev. Like, there, there, there was so where I grew up, there was this one particular person um, that's probably passed on by now because you know they were like maybe like 10, 10 15 years older. Um, You're not that but, old, Doc. 
<laughs> he, he, no. he made it seem like he was 70. Like, hey, it's, it's no, no, no. I'm, no, I'm saying like in, like, in the neighborhood. Old. Like I was, a, I was a kid, but there was like a, like if I'm if I'm nine, there's like a maybe 18 year old, like a 20 something year old that yeah. was like kind of. But my point is like, so you knew that that person did that thing, right? And mm. I'm a, I'm a young dude, and, and mom was like, oh, they're so and so. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and and you knew that's who it was, like, it, mm-hmm. but we knew that's who so and so was. So, and they were like a big deal in the neighborhood, um, mm-hmm. and that I guess is the equivalent of of the boogeyman, mm-hmm. right? Um, Baba Yaga, right? And and I and I knew that because maybe through experience, maybe my mother, because I was I was in the house, you know, whatever, reading, playing on computer, like I wasn't out out there like that, um, but you know, just kind of as we leave the house, as I look out the window, as we just do regular things, cutting the grass, regular things like, oh, yeah. that's so-and-so. And that's how you learn about that. That's one way you learn about that. Yeah. And I so I like knew- Every neighborhood had one yeah, of- some, Something wild. like yeah, that. The, we, the thing about it now, like, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead, man. It's just taking me to a space. Cause, like you think about all the stuff that maybe you don't necessarily think about day to day from when you're a kid. It's like, yeah, how, how did that? Because, like, what are the, you, you think back, like, you, I think Quan or one of y'all asked, like, what were the rules and how'd you get the rules? Like, yeah, like, how did that work? You, you just knew I mean? stuff. Like, you just had this list of stuff. You wrote it down. Yeah. Like, I have, this, I have this book. Here's all the information not, you need to know. I'm not trying to purport that, like, Orange was, like, some crazy, like, every neighborhood had their stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not, mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in, like, Compton or even, you know, some 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 of the tough spots in Philly. Like, I, didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't come from that. You know, we had our stuff. Um, and it's definitely things you had to learn. But it's like, yeah, like, you know, now that you think when you're little and knowing, you know, I have a little one, you don't tell them everything, all the things. You tell them kind of right. bits and pieces of what they need to know. Yep. Right. So when you think about all the different stuff that you acquired that you've forgotten about, because I haven't thought about it in 25 years, mm-hmm. it's like, damn, like, because <laughs> when you said, well, you knew not to go, it brought me right back to hearing my grandma say, you don't go over there. That man is right. a bad man. Right. Right. And we didn't have the internet. We didn't have all the kind of stuff. So like you couldn't look up, oh, it's a registered sex offender right there. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. We didn't know that. It was only through word of mouth that that stuff got passed down. Or he went to prison. Or he, you know, used to what, be on that smack. Yeah. Whatever right, whatever that person's story was, that was like what you knew yeah. about. Like, oh, don't go near that person because insert thing here. Is that mm-hmm. still a thing? I don't even think the neighborhood moved like that no more. I mean I'm not It does. It yeah. absolutely some, does. Uh, some, yeah. Some it does. It, it, does. it does. It probably does. I got a block captain. Like, if you know who your block captain is, like, you can talk to them and they tell you also. And it's always, you yeah. know, somebody on the block that's been there longer than most people that can tell you, like, all the, all the dirt. The motherfuckers. It's like, I don't see weird. the grandmoms, like, outside. Like, my grandmom had grandmom friends <laughs> on the block. Yeah, the grandmom posse. And grandmom they would posse. hang out. Yeah. And talk and you know, do their little gossip or whatever, and it was a hot day, they had their little chairs and everybody be sitting outside. Um mm-hmm. I don't you know, I don't know if that's the same anymore, man. It depends but, um, on where you are. Depends on the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. And grandmoms use cell phones these days too, so That's true, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they FaceTime each other just like, you know, we FaceTime each other, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out, man. I mean Yeah. Do you still those code rules that you learned, do you still live by them or have you forgotten them or evolved from them or whatever? No, I, I still live by the shit. Like, you know, it's funny because um, 
Um, uh, your lady was just bringing this shit up um, last week when we was hooping. Kev always locks the fucking doors. Every time we go somewhere, locking the fucking doors. And I'm like, it's a trade. I picked up for being younger because you can't trust the motherfuckers outside. Like, I don't know the yeah. fuck you thought. Like, if the door has lock a lock on bitch. it, you lock it. Lock that bitch. If Me inside, supposed to have a lock. lock the doors. You going outside? Make sure the fucking door is locked. I'm you not know coming into the like... house. <laughs> I try and put too much out there. You know how you watch those movies out of different neighborhoods and like it's never really our neighborhood. We're starting to get representation now, but you know what I'm talking about. We're like, yeah, they would have it under a stone, like a spare key, right. or like yeah. under the mat, or, or the, the back door is always open. Yeah, the f- no, the fuck, we not doing that shit. Right. <laughs> Absolutely not. For the fuck, yeah, fuck what? I could be in a nice ass neighborhood. I ain't doing that shit, man. Fuck that. Yo, know, and I walk super quiet too. Like I walk up somebody's house and I'm like, hello, hello. Can I? May I yeah. enter your home? Right, I man, no, no. I ain't even doing that. If I walk up to somebody's crib and they door open, I'm actually walking backwards. I'm walking away, like, yeah, it's ah, weird. Like, something, yeah, something ain't right about this shit. Right, you know? I'm, can't do I'm, it. No, I'm not checking hello, cause fuck that. I'm about to put myself in oh, a situation. Oh no, where, I'm not walking inside. I'm, I'm screaming. I'm not even. I'm, I'm not even yeah. saying hello. I'm not even saying hello, cause I, whatever's going on there, I don't right. want the attention drawn to me. So I'm not saying nothing. If I walk up to your door and your door open, I'm immediately going back in my car. I'm out of here, yo. If I'm not expecting, <laughs> like, if you expecting people, I might not be like, yo, we out here. But I think but that goes to the point about different neighborhoods and different yeah, people doing different things. You're like some people right. leave their doors all the way open. I yes. still, I still remark at how people leave car doors unlocked. I'm like, wait a minute. People if still do that. Were built with locks. Why wouldn't you utilize the lock to secure it? People. So Manny in Roxborough, you know, real Philadelphians don't really consider that really Philly. I get it. Fine. But it's still Philly. So, like, people still walk up. <laughs> you can see there's a Facebook group for this for this neighborhood. You, and everybody has a ring camera. So you, you just see random people just opening, walking down the street, trying random right. doors. And eventually they get a car door that's open. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck, bro? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and people will be like, well, I'll just leave mine open so they don't smash the window. Well, I mean, but then they uh, take your car, so right. What the so fuck like, your window th- mean? Are you really winning? Um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, they're gonna so, go in there rummage like, ah, oh, this poor motherfucker got shit. To the point, you know, if you if you don't get that code, you don't get that lesson in your neighborhood, and you don't apply it, it doesn't and it, it doesn't fit for you. It just and doesn't. I think when you learn the code, as Quan was saying, as I'm uh, attesting to too, it just stays. So like, you know, if I was a yeah. millionaire, I would be living the same. Code is when I was so far from the same way. Like that's because it made sense, right? And it was applicable. And if and if it if it can be, so you will use what you need, as long as the thing remains applicable. As long as there's there's a reason to utilize this strategy, this this understanding, this way of doing a thing, you will. When you no longer need it, you won't. And I think I don't know. but I think that speaks to why some people don't lock things. I think that's why some people kind of, you know, do things that may to others seem careless. Or Let me ask you this. Yeah. If you don't lock things, mm-hmm. you probably don't get to, I'm not locking anything from a place to where I lock everything. Like, I don't think you make that switch to like, you know what? I'm feeling carefree. Let me just unlock this joint now. I don't think you can make that switch. I think it's what, I think it happens differently because you'll recognize... 
So to that point, Kev, I, I hear what you're saying. You're right. Like, why you're not because if you know to lock a thing, you're not gonna all of a sudden decide right. like, you just don't have to. If you don't lock them, you just never had to experience a world where you had to lock them. To me, that's my that's my point. Yes, and I yeah. and I would agree with that. Um, but I think if you if you kind of find yourself in a space where you don't have to do a thing and you you notice other people not doing a thing. Case in point, wearing masks. I think and I, I've kind of seen this. And I'll even say that applies to me, right? So I I was wearing masks. I was wearing masks. I was wearing masks all the time. And as time passed, depending on where I was, I had these different rationales for doing things like wearing masks. I was still wearing masks on the bus, on public transportation. In my mm -hmm. mind, I'm thinking, nah, it's too tight. It's, it's all this. But I will tell you, when Canada came to visit us the other day, I'm, I'm, wa up. I'm walking around, but I, funny thing is I'm walking around the streets wearing a mask. I got on the bus and I took my mask off because I'm thinking <laughs> the air in the bus is better. Still right. Weird. And now I'm on the bus like, I don't need a mask because at this point I've, I've recognized this need to, or I've, I've, I've recognized that I, I've accepted, I should say that I don't have to wear a mask. The same things I think I still believe in. Like, I still think a bus is a tight space and all the nastiness that you'll find on a bus, I still believe in. And there are instances when I may not put on a mask because I'm like, well, I don't have to. So I think it depends on how you understand your surroundings, how you understand the environment, because you may not do a thing that you used to do and vice versa. You may do a thing that you didn't do just based on what you see other people doing, what you kind of recognize as the environment for the way you behave. But if you smell smoke on the bus, then you would have put the mask on. Sure. And I didn't. Because you again, didn't smell the, smoke on the bus. The day before, though, I step on the bus, I have a mask on. But now I'm walking outside. I'm like, this is awful out here. Oh, I'm wait. Like, you mean like last week? When Canada came to visit us in Philadelphia. And right. The, but I'm saying like universal the, bonfire. Yeah. The week before that, you were still wearing a mask on the bus? Yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely. So to you. I'd be like, no, I'm cool at this point. <laughs> but I might have a mask on me, but I'm, I'm cool. Always, always have a mask. But that's the thing. Like, why should I put this on? I'll be on the bus sometimes like, ah, let me just breathe. Ah, I guess I can keep it down. But it's the, the reasons and, and the, the, the rationale to make the decisions. I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm like, I don't have to. Whatever. And I just stopped. Mm, nah, I feel you. I feel you. Chris. What's up, first of all? How you doing? And then second of all, we talking about cultural things or the code. Are they the same thing? Separate things? Is the code part of the culture? Did you, did where you grow up had a, have a code that you had to live by? Um, that's kind of what we are. Uh, no code in Randallstown. Uh, sheltered life, so yeah, uh, not no cold there. I will say I spent a lot every summer in my grandma's house in the city with my cousins. Um, honestly, no cold there either. It's kind of weird because uh, you know it's Baltimore City, but um, you know back in that that day, um, I guess still a lot of grandmas, like Kevin said, you know, like you know Miss Wilder next to my grandmother, and you know Miss Barksdale beside her. So a lot of um, older families that lived in the neighborhood that been there for a long time and knew my grandma and my aunts and my mom they kind of looked out so on that street i could ride my bike do whatever i wanted to do and i was safe you know i'm, I'm sure that there was probably grandmas looking out for me and my cousins and my sister and all that but yeah i, I spent a lot of time 
chilling outside my grandma's house, you know, playing in the, like in the front, not the backyard, but in the front in the street and riding my bike and never had any, any issues or never thought that there would be any problems with like, you know, with like just but watch out for this neighborhood or whatever, or this neighbor over there. Like, so not really any cold, man. Um, so, um, again, different era than it is now. But granted, I wouldn't venture too far from my grandma's street. But on that street, you know, I could uh, pretty much go anywhere, man, uh, you know, and uh, we're not having any issues. But um, that being said, also shelter life, but um, not no cold and that I can recall growing up. Definitely neighborhood specific. That's a good point. Like, my street was safe but i had boundaries with, or parameters within that street. like I, I rode my bike and the on house. the front yeah to the edge to yeah to like the one house on this side and to the edge of the corner on that side and that was it um but it felt like it felt You're fine good. like i didn't you know yeah i don't think we think about the inherent or perceived danger of the adults at our age right like we just knew our our zone was our I always felt safe within my zone. You know what I mean? Like, if I was walking with friends or walking to school or coming back from school, then that's when more of those kind of watch out for that street, don't go to that neighborhood. If you, particularly like my freshman year of high school, like, if you're going to hang out with so-and-so, like, you got to walk through here, maybe take a long way, don't go that way. Like, stuff like that started coming up. But, um, but no, nah, that's a good point. I was going to say, specific to to us, we're all black men. Um and it's maybe it's just a confirmation of a thing that we always perceive, but it's part of our culture that we do have those elder ladies most of the time, like they, the grandma crew or the aunties that hold us down. Like I remember the first time, only time, only time. Yeah. I think the only time, only time I ever had to get stitches. Um, I'm playing concrete football. We didn't, we had parks, but the parks, Sometimes we're not in, in, in places where you can get through with the code. So <laughs> so sometimes we just play in an empty lot. Um, so uh, so um, I got tackled on the concrete, and we didn't care. Like, every play you got tackled. Like, we was so stupid. Um, <laughs> Questionable choice. So, <laughs> so um, it just so happened, like, this time I split my hand open. So I had to get, like, four stitches. Miss Maddie, I, I don't know where my crew was at, like, but she was the one, like, my grandma's best, one of my grandma's best friends that, like, got me cleaned up until I can get to the hospital. Like, she put the peroxide on, gave me some water, some ice, all that kind of stuff, made sure I was good to go to get to the hospital. Yeah, like, I, you know, I, I don't have a neighborhood like that now, but that is a neighborhood that I, I miss, I guess, for the, the sentimental, like, you know what I mean, where you just knew, like, Oh, that's Miss Dolores, and that's you know Miss So and So, and like you knew every like you knew the crew. But you know that like like Chris was saying, it's like go, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say it's like four or five houses. Like, it's like you can bounce to. Like, all right, they got the Kool Aid, they got the snacks, they got the you know what I'm saying. But don't go over there. But these Jones is cool. But you know that's you. That's you now, right? Like you're you're you are the true. new group true. of old heads. So the reason it doesn't exist is because you haven't made it exist. Man, but I think that's shit. The, you're forty. It is a fact. <laughs> it is a fact. Blake does have a buddy in the complex that does. He does. He will come by and get some some juice or whatever. They running around playing too much. Yeah, you're right. Dang. Yeah. Like we remember it, and it's like, oh, we don't have that. Well, that's because it's us now. If yeah. we haven't well, created it, it's not going to exist. And that's that's even a stronger point. Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I mean, to, to your point, more you're, you're spot on. Because like that's that's the uh, in my car to sack. That's how it is, man. Like you know, all the kids that 
or my neighborhood, they all like, you know, if I go outside, somebody say, Hey, Mr. Chris, and like, what's up, buddy? You know, so like, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's all. That is true. That, that's, that's the surrounding that, that I grew up in. I'm trying to create that for my kids. So Jackson, when he's outside, I can say, AC, I want to, you know, I need to run inside for a second or, you know, take a dump or whatever, whatever. like keep, keep an eye on Jackson for a second and I know he's good. And that's right. the same type of culture yeah. that you know, we're, we're creating for our kids. So. You're right. You know, we we are. Um, you know, we, we ain't the grandmas, but you know, we we are um, like the the twenty the twenty twenty three you know version of what our grandmas were for us growing up. So for sure, that was an oddly specific uh, example, Chris. But um, hey, sometimes nature calls, man. You got you Hey, I I'm at home, but I gotta take a shit, and I'm right Yo. outside my house. Can you just watch my kid while I go inside my house and take a shit? Yeah, it happens, can't man. Take your kid in the house with you, like you live there too. No, he's, he's, he's I mean, the kid fun. don't gotta take a shit. Let the kid he's, have fun. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's having fun. Yeah, he's, play, he's playing. He's playing soccer he, he, and baseball. You make Eli sit next to the door when you take a poop. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if we're going out for a walk, yeah, put him right in his chair. Certainly, right like, all, right, all right, Jackson, let's go inside so I can take a dump, or you can stay outside and play with your friends some more. He's gonna be like, all right, either way. Yeah. So. Daddy, it yeah. stinks. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I, I just can't let him run around down in the basement by himself unattended. He, no, I'm with you. He beat him in all sorts of shit. Um, but no, I think kind of to Warren's point, it's like you uh you have to like build those things. So I remember when I was when I was living in these falls, uh, when I was living in those weird kind of apartments or whatever, we had like a um a joined a common like back back uh yard area so like i always made it a point you know i started realizing that like yo we could like really maximize the space if we like all were like invested in it so like i got all of my other neighbors in these three six five other units um you know anytime we were out in the back we like was you know letting them know like hey like let's do something and by default we kind of built up you know a level of like camaraderie and just you know neighborhoodliness we look out for each other grab each other packages like that kind of shit and so when i moved to south philly like it was kind of the same it was like me and maggie started sitting out front of our spot you know same spot where you know i cut rio's hair and i did a terrible job he was like bro i'm never coming back here again i'm gonna go back to yeah. my as soon as the <laughs> pandemic is over um it was hot as shit and i took a long time and i do apologize but anyway um but like we would just chill out there and like, you know, we ended up building a little community with like neighbors across the street and then some people down the street. And we just kind of like made that intentional. Um, and it was never like, you know, super, super close, but like, these were people that were like, you know, that we would consider like, you know, friends, you know, the one person ended up getting us the house that we live in today. Another person would always kind of, you know, look out for us. They've since moved on. Um, so that's kind of what we, you know, one of the things we took away from that experience was like, man, it's really great when you invest in your neighborhood because then you have this sense of community. Um, and so, you know, we do that now where we live. It's like, you know, we know a couple of different people, you know, including our block captain and other people and then other kids that, you know, are, are our son's age and all sorts of stuff. So like just trying to like connect and make those, you know, important connections with people just to foster and have that sense of community. So like, you know, some shit goes down, be like, yo, neighbor, and so we kind of, you know, understand and kind of know what's going on, but, you know, which is, which is great. Cause you know, I've also been on the other side where it's like, I don't know these motherfuckers. I don't know what's going on upstairs. I don't know what's going on next door to me and I don't trust them. And so like, I'm blocking everything twice. And some people just could be nice and be trying to like, yo, like saw somebody peeking in your window. 
but you know you freaking out because you like i don't talk to people on this block um so yeah it's all about really making that making that community that you want um and it's definitely awkward you know at first but then it, it can be really cool you know mm-hmm. you actually start doing some like real cool shit Thank you for joining another episode of the Fellows Five Podcast. We appreciate you all. Tell a friend, tell a friend. God bless.